This is Ngung, and we're vibing with the Blast Podcast. Peace, peace, family. It is I, it is me, Brother DSP, your friendly neighborhood media personality, and you're now tapped into another installment of the Blast Podcast. Yeah, we're looking to close out season three. We're, we're, we're going to close out season three probably within the next week or so, um, probably within the next two weeks for sure, because the uh, season four is loading and it's almost done. Um, I got some great interviews on deck, great conversations. Um, it's, it's looking very promising. So please be sure to tap in with me on Instagram. That's at the Sandbox Podcast Network. Again, that's the Sandbox Podcast Network. Um, that'll keep you up to date on everything that's going on with the podcast, a- along with other platforms that's affiliated with the uh, podcast. Please be sure to click the link in the bio to get to the link tree. I think it's still the link tree. No, it is not the link tree. Click the link in the bio to go to the website. The website is pretty much where you'll find everything affiliated with the podcast platform and the podcast network. All you have to do is click the link in the bio to take you directly to the website. Um, Make sure to use the tabs TSPN to get to the Sandbox Podcast Network. Or if you just want to tap in with the Blast, tap into the Blast Podcast uh, tab and you'll, you'll get all the audio episodes and all the visuals that I've put out so far from season one to season three. And um, it's a vibe. Tune in, tap in with me. And uh, a thing I wanted to announce is that for the interviews, I will not be having a audio version of the interviews. If you want to see the interviews, you either go to the website or you can go to the YouTube channel, Blast Podcast. It's available on YouTube for sure because that's where I get put. That's where I put most of my um, interviews, and of course, they're all available on my website. So please be sure to tap into that. Okay, now <clears throat> I was supposed to talk about the superiority inferiority complex and all that, but something had came up recently where uh, a brother that was 29 years old um, got. I hate talking about this topic because, man, listen. I'm 42 years old, right? And the brother that just passed away was 29. 29 years old, he lost his life to police officers who looked just like him. And that's the reason why I wanted to talk about this. Because you got to understand, people get murdered by police officers, get get popped by police officers get brutalized by police officers all the time right um in this particular moment i wanted to talk about this not just because another young brother lost his life um because i i I get tired of talking about this and it's not because i'm tired of talking about it because i don't want to talk about it it's that i get triggered you know what i'm saying um i get triggered very easily when it comes to this conversation You know what I mean? So it's like, it could be me. You know what I mean? It could be an asshole cop could just walk up on me because he's feeling some type of way about my skin or the clothes that I'm wearing or how I'm carrying myself. I could lose my life. Just because of the way he's feeling. He could say, oh, he felt frightened. Oh, I tried to reach for his gun or whatever. And then, boom, he'll be justified. You know what I'm saying? Um, But... 
in this case. This is why I really wanted to talk about this. Um, because this situation, it's not unique because we've had a situation before where a police officer that looked like uh, me, I'll say, you know, a black police officer, um, where they really, the, the, the department didn't really have their back. Blue Lives Matter was really quiet, right? We've had this situation before where the Somalian cop killed the white lady, right? When it came to um, his defense, no one came to his defense. The Blue Lives Matter people did not come to his defense. You know? You didn't hear, hey, he's a cop. He should he should have, you know, once it was a white woman that got killed by a police officer, shit was different. But not so much, right? Now let's get into this Tyree uh, situation, right? Let's get into this situation. Four black cops, I believe, four or five black cops find this young man, beat him down. Tyree Nichols, beat him down. Right? Stomped him out. It was a, pretty much a gangland beatdown. Let's keep it 100. If you're able to watch the video. I was only able to watch through it once. And let me tell you, I was so triggered. I was, I just, I was just mad at the, the establishment that they call the police department. Because this is what you teach them. You teach them that people that look like me are, a, are highly likely to be a threat. And it's unfortunate that people that look like me that are within that department will subscribe more to the blue culture than their own culture. Because I'm, I'm sure the rumors, I'm, I really don't want to repeat the rumor, but the one that's really, really popular is that Tyree Nichols had relations with one of the cops, um, ex-wife, baby mother. I don't know. It's so murky. That rumor is the reason why I did not want to talk about it. Um... But it's like, you would think as a black police officer, they would be like, you know what? Yeah, we're, we're a bit extra when it comes to people in our culture. Let's chill out and, and let's do this the right way. And there have been moments where I've seen police officers that look like me that said, look, we don't have to do this. This is overboard. We don't have to OD on this individual. They're cooperating. Let's take them in. And I've seen it myself. I've seen black cops calm down white cops because the white cop was getting a little out of hand. You know what I'm saying? So I've seen that. But in this situation, you had four to five black cops beat down a 29-year-old man, alleging that he tried to reach for his gun, alleging that he was resisting arrest. But you had to stomp him out like that? You had to stomp him out like he wasn't even human? Nah, man, that's that. That's not that's not proper police work. And one thing I wanted to mention was that you seen how the police department handled them, right? It wasn't no like, yeah, now nah, we'll just hold them down, we'll just um, throw them at the desk and give them a leave of absence, and then they'll still get their pension. Uh-uh. you brothers are expendable to that department, and I'm glad that this happened. Because hopefully this opens the eyes of police officers who look like me to stop fucking around. If you join the police force to actually change it from within, then change it from within. If you can. 
if you can. <laughs> Some of y'all just talk that shit, but y'all not really about that shit, especially once y'all get in. Once y'all get in, you realize, no, wait a minute, this this is not going to be as easy to flip upside down like I thought I like I thought it was. No. Because they have people in line for decades. You got to remember the police department started off as a family fucking business. Maybe some of y'all don't know that. It's deep, but I'm not going to get into that because that's like another two, three, four episode conversation. I just wanted to talk about Tyree Nichols' situation and not the fact that he was brutalized. We know that he was brutalized. He was murdered. He was assassinated. He suffered from police terrorism. Yes, we know that. But what I wanted to point out was the fact that those black police officers were expendable. And we've seen this before. A lot of people thought they were, that Somalian officer was expendable because he murdered a white woman. But here's an example where four or five black police officers murdered a black man and they were expendable. So it's almost as if like they only take black cops as if you're going to only if you're going to subscribe to the blue culture or it's just, you know, affirmative action. Keep a quota. Keep the people off our back. We got a certain amount of people, you know? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that police department is predominantly black, but look, man, one thing I say about this, they're more blue than they are black when they join that department. It's as simple as that. And I'm not saying all black cops are trash. and I don't subscribe to that, but I know there are some black cops that will go extra hard for their white bosses to impress them. That I know for a fact. You know what I'm saying? So once again, man, RIP to Tyree Nichols. Positive peace, love, and light. And my condolences to his family and friends, all his loved ones. Um, it's just unfortunate that there's another brother that lost his life due to police terrorism and the nastiness that's surrounding it. All these rumors about... Him sleeping with one of the cops' ex, uh, ex-wives or baby mom, whatever. Like, that's irrelevant. A man lost his life and four or five black men were expendable because they believed in the police department and they believed that police department would have protected them. <laughs> man, what was that song um, Childish Gambino had? This is America. <laughs> This is America, man. Not all skin folk is kin folk, though. Remember that. Not all skin folk is kin folk, man. But I'm DSP. This is the uh, Blast Podcast. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram at the Sandbox Podcast Network. Click the link in the bio to get to the website and enjoy all the content on there, man. I'm about to get on out of here. I'm not going to be too long-winded. You'll be safe. Peace.